welcome to Grace News, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with the theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Today's devotional is entitled, They Tried. And our scripture reference is Mark 10, verses 32 to 34 in a New International Version. They were on their way up to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. Verse 33, we are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles. Verse 34, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. Oh, hallelujah to the word of God. They tried. Well, I gave you the answer or the theme right in the scripture reference. Who are they? The chief priests, the teachers of the law, the Gentiles. You know I have to add the Sadducees and the Pharisees. We'll talk about them later. And do you know who else tried to kill him? In the early stages of Jesus' life, there was a decree by King Herod to kill all the infants in Bethlehem under the age of two. Wait. Herod, if you felt this way, you must really realize that Jesus, the babe that was born in a manger, must be the son of God, must be the Messiah. Or he just wasn't taking any chances. It's recorded in Matthew 2.13. It reads, Now when they had gone, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child, and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you for Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Isn't it wonderful when we listen to the word of God, when we listen to directions from his holy word and when he speaks to us, Joseph did what the angel said. He didn't wait two weeks. He did what he was told to do. So from birth, basically, they were trying to kill Jesus. Then the scribes and the Sadducees and the Pharisees were trying to kill Jesus too. Every chance they got, they were looking for a reason to kill Jesus. Now in John 12, John records that they wanted to kill Jesus and Lazarus. I didn't realize that until I was doing this devotional. Yeah, we just don't want to kill Jesus. We want to kill Lazarus too, the one that Jesus raised from the dead. I think the Sadducees and the Pharisees had a problem with the miracles that Jesus did. Well, I know they had a problem. So in John 12, verses 10 and 11, it says, But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death. 
Because that, by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. Well, I guess you can't do it now. But they wanted to kill Lazarus also. And I know you know about that famous time when Jesus went into the temple and ran out the money changers. But you know you don't mess with people's money. When you mess with people's money, they fight back. In Luke 19, verses 46 to 48, in the NIV, it says, When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching at the temple, but the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the leaders among the people were trying to kill him. Yet they could not find any way to do it because all the people hung on his words. Saying to God, oh, to be in the crowd and hear Jesus speak. Well, today he speaks to us through prayer. He speaks to us through his word of God. He speaks to us as men and women of God preach his word. Oh, hallelujah. Listening to the voice of the Lord. So they tried. Verse 47 tells us. The chief priests, teachers of the law, and the leaders among the people were trying to kill him. They tried. Now, in Matthew, Matthew 26, 59, we have additional people. The chief priests we already know about. And the whole council tried to obtain false testimony against Jesus so they might put him to death. They tried. And they tried. In Luke 6, Jesus, who is the Lord of the Sabbath, healed somebody. And the Pharisees did not like it. You can't do anything on the Sabbath. Not even heal. But Jesus can do whatever he wants. And they said to him, I ask you in verse 9, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? So you know Jesus had to start talking and teaching because that's what he does. He is also a teacher, a carpenter, a fisherman, a chef. He does a whole lot of things because he's Jesus. In verse 10, is he, Jesus says, He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Sounds like a hit trying to come on out on Jesus. So finally, as far as they're concerned, they have charges against Jesus. And later they let the people decide, they being the government, should we kill Barabbas or Jesus? The people let a no murderer and an insurrectionist go free. They wanted to put Jesus to death. Luke 23, 19. Yes, people have tried their best to have Jesus killed. They tried. Even when on the cross, those people didn't know that Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to free him. God could have freed him from the cross, but he was there on a mission. He came to the earth to die for you and I. I guess these people didn't know about Isaiah. Prophet Isaiah prophesied that Jesus would die to save the world from their sins. In Isaiah 53, 4-5. And it reads, Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. 
Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Isaiah prophesied all this was going to happen. So you tried and you tried and you tried. You did not know the outcome, but it was prophesied years and years before you tried to kill him. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, they tried, but Jesus was in control. And he let himself be crucified on Calvary's tree to give life, eternal life for you and for me. Enjoy this holy week that we're in and the services that accompanies the Holy Week. Next Sunday, we celebrate our risen Savior on Resurrection Sunday. We celebrate his death, burial, and resurrection. Every communion also. In my church, we have communion every first Sunday of the month. In my mother's church, they have communion twice a month. In one of the churches in Philadelphia that I was the praise and worship musician, they celebrated communion every Sunday. And many of you celebrate communion in your homes on a daily basis. Whenever, celebrate Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And get ready and get ready. Our Savior is coming back for his church. Are you ready? Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Remember, Jesus did all of this for you and for me. Our closing song today is a song the Lord gave me. I thank you, Jesus. And it's called Just for You and Me. Bless the Lord.
let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we bless you, we praise you, we glorify you. This is the special week of the year that we celebrate your death, burial, and resurrection. We call it Holy Week. Oh God, we just thank you for sending your son Jesus to the earth to be born a babe. Born to die for mankind. To give us life and liberty for all who will believe on Jesus Christ. Father God, we hope that people just don't see a bunny rabbit and Easter eggs. Those things are fun, but it is not the meaning of Holy Week. It is not the meaning of Easter. We can celebrate spring with the bunny rabbits and the Easter egg, but it's about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. Oh, Father God, we don't know who our listeners are, but you know who they are. And those that are saved, that they would share their love of Jesus with others. We bless you, Father God. We bless you. And once again, we just give you praise. We ask you to bless the people that are listening. You know what they have need of. Minister to each one of their needs, I pray. Father God, we ask you to pray for our countries, each country that's represented today on this devotional, each church that's represented on this devotional, each family that is represented today on this devotional. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace News, five-minute inspirational devotions for the church choir, musicians, and friends of music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.